0: Ever thought about starting your own podcast? The Maverick Podcasting Network makes creating and running your podcast easy and fun. Visit maverickpodcasting.com to get started today. Palladiumedge.com is a great place where you can start your career in broadcasting. Go to palladiumedge.com. That's palladiumedge.com. Coach Cimarroni here for Undeniable. I'm sitting here with the CEO and founder of Infinite Search Solutions, Matt Burns. Matt, how you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. You look great, man. Me. You look great. You got <laughs> your underarm on. I love it, man. <laughs> Rocking and rolling, right? Here yeah, we yeah. are. Now, we're on the west side here. Center Ridge Road. What uh, city were you in? Westlake. Westlake. Okay. So, when did you start the, uh, the search uh, company? Uh, We started this company in
1: August of 2015.
0: Okay. So where did you come from? And why did, what was the inspiration of starting Infinite Search?
1: Uh, Worked for a a student loan collection facilitating company for a long time. Okay. Um, it, It, just, just a rough industry. So yeah, one I of know, my, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. See, we, wow.
1: <laughs> one of my, uh, my best friends at the time was working in recruiting. Okay. Uh, and, and, you know, he would describe his week to me, interacting with people, talking to people and the, and the whole business was based on a win. You sure. know, the employee got a better job, you right. know, better pay company got a better employee. And, uh, and he got paid for it and I just thought it was cool. So I jumped in and gave it a try. Yeah,
0: this is a triple win, right? Yeah. Win, win, win for everybody surrounded, you know? So that's great. And so you started this and just pretty much on your own or did you have a partner or what happened? So I was at another firm for
1: a couple of years. Uh, the owner sold that firm, moved to Florida, Um sat out a a non-compete, and then started this in uh, my family room in
0: Lakewood. Oh, I love that. That is fantastic. Yeah, I remember starting my first ad agency in my parents' basement on a card table with a phone book and a phone. (laughs) So that was the way some, almost everybody started, right? In garages or, or whatever, basements or whatever. So, and then it just grew, right?
1: Yeah, it grew. Uh, Eventually, we had two people in my dining room, three people in my family room, and someone in the guest bedroom. Uh, You know, and Lakewood being a little... Uh, the house is being close together, right. yeah, I could tell some of the neighbors were wondering why there were five, six cars pulling in my driveway and parking in front of the house. So it was time to get an office. <laughs>
0: That's right. Yeah, that was definitely a, a little bit of a red flag. So absolutely. So what was your first office?
1: Uh, right here. Uh, oh, yeah, perfect. right here in Westlake. Uh, when we when we opened this office, I think we had uh, fourteen hundred square feet. Then we picked up another thousand square feet, and now we're up to thirty five hundred square feet of office space.
0: And you got a few guys working here. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah Our head counts yeah.
0: up to twenty. That is fantastic, and you you're not really specific in an industry, but you do well in industries. But tell me a little bit about your methodology and where you're where you're finding your best best successes.
1: I would say seventy percent of our recruiting efforts are in manufacturing and industrial. Sure, and that could be from a tool and die maker, maintenance tech, engineering, ops, accounting, up to C level. Um, and then, you know, just through networking and so on, we've picked up uh, a couple of law firm customers, accounting sure. customers, and then uh, a ton of stuff in construction.
0: So what's the process like of recruiting for industry versus, you know, service service companies? Is it different or is it same it, or you know, is it, you know?
1: You're manufacturing industrial, uh, you're looking for a very specific skill set. Sure. So a customer want, might want an automation engineer, you know, customer B might want a controls engineer. So it's knowing... What's the difference between those two engineering jobs? You know, one customer might be an automotive manufacturer. Another one might be making custom capital equipment. So, yeah. you know, what is the scope of that job look like? And, and what's going to fit for that specific customer is, you know, the most important thing. For the industrial side. For the industrial yeah. side. Yeah. And so
0: it's a little bit more of a generality for the yeah, service.
1: Yeah. For the service side, um, yeah. Like say, for example, a law firms looking for a paralegal, you sure. know, it's just, it's just narrowing down which discipline of law that attorney works in. And, sure. and so the specific skills, but you know, generally, you know, dealing with people, I think the process is the same. You, okay. you want to reach out to people, explain. Um, and the main thing is finding out what the candidate's expectations are in the next move. Yes. Um, and that allows us to really make a good fit.
0: So you're really empathetic. You're listening, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you have yeah. to listen. Yeah. You don't. You yeah. don't
1: want to. You don't want to try to sell candidates right now because they have so many options. Sure. You really want to listen and then present them with something that's like an eight out of ten hit for what they uh, pre-screened with us.
0: Sure. Yeah, because if sure.
1: you're if you're sending people in the things that they're not looking for, the interviews don't go well, and you never hear from them again.
0: Yeah, and then you got to know the culture of the company too, right? Very so, important. Yeah, I mean that's huge, right? And uh, you don't want to put a round peg in a square hole. And then all of a sudden, everybody loses as opposed yeah. to the win-win-win, right? So, you know, I, I, and I've, I know a few of the guys that work here and I know one really well and he loves it here. Uh, I mean, it's really refreshing to hear that, you know, and I've dealt with you and I've, you know, I, I love dealing with you. You're just easygoing. And matter of fact, my guy, Matt Stutton, who works here, he just walked in. He said the same thing about you and, you know, said to say hello. But what is you know, what is the culture here? What is the philosophy? What did, what did you want to bring to the business world, Matt?
1: I've worked for huge corporations. I've worked for small family-owned companies and you want to create a culture where people are excited to come to work. Sure. Where they're not in fear of, you know, negative comments, um, be things being pointed out they're not doing well you know y- you want to train people on the best processes and practices yeah you don't want to beat them down because they made one mistake right so I basically have taken everything that I did not like about the companies I've worked at over the first 15 years of my life and I've tried to eliminate all of those things at this organization let people work independently, let people take ownership over their projects, let people sure. celebrate their wins. We're open door, I mean, truly open door. If someone here has a suggestion on how to make a process or something better within the company, they're welcome to come in. They get credit for the idea. Um, and I just feel like empowering people to do their best while providing them support, like true support, you, yeah. know, um, yeah. you know, down to the nitty gritty in projects. <laughs> Um, it gets people excited and we're winning as a team. You know, sure. if we have a good month, everybody celebrates that month. If someone, um, you know, sets a record month here or it goes above and beyond, you right. know, it's a great thing.
0: I love that. I love that. And so at the end of the day, what you're looking at is people that feel that they can stretch themselves, make suggestions, do some things that are creative, and even if they make a mistake, it'll be accepted, but not, you know, said to do it again, right? You know, if you're going to make that mistake, make the mistake one time, but don't make it over and over again, right? So I love the mistake accepting culture, but also learning from your mistake and not making it again. Is that, does that sum it up pretty much on how you want to do it or? or yeah, is abso- that, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You,
1: you, want, you want to allow people to grow and the only way people can grow is by trial and error. Yes, and and I and I'm sure you know in your coaching career. Yes, indecision is worse than the wrong decision.
0: Well said. Well said. I mean, just pull the trigger sometimes, right? Yeah. If, if you don't pull the trigger, you're you're going to get hurt. In our sport, if you don't go, you're going to get hurt. Hey, if and you we, go, if you go the wrong direction, yep. you can
1: you can adjust instantly. But if you don't take that first step, right. nothing happens. Absolutely.
0: So, you know, you're looking obviously at a fat, fascinating business climate right now. <laughs> we haven't seen this in 40 years. And it's really odd. We didn't actually see this 40 years ago, even though we have the inflation we have today and, this, and, and the increase in, in uh, interest rates, et cetera. But we also have now a lack of product a supply chain issue, a, a, a weird business and employment, you know, a, a culture, a landscape, whatever it is. So it's, it's really an odd time. What do you see happening in the next couple of months to a year in your business? And also what, you know, what you've seen in the past?
1: That, there, there's a lot there to but, unpack. But that's
0: what we're facing, right? I mean, that's what's out there.
1: With, with our customer base being 75% manufacturing and yeah. the last two years hearing about the supply chain shortages, the labor shortages, um, a lot of people know this, but some people don't. You know, manufacturing is the backbone of our country's economy. No doubt. So if you're and not- small
0: businesses. And small
1: businesses. Sure. If you're not making something, there's mm-hmm. no reason for software. There's no reason for tech, right? Yeah. Um, so a lot of individuals are bringing programs back to the U.S. People are trying to source things in the U.S. So the labor shortage, I think, is twofold. We have a lot of people retiring. Yeah. And we have a lot of growth in- The manufacturing area, which is drawing from an already thin labor pool, yeah. Um, So I feel like the, uh, you know, the push for skilled individuals, engineering, tradespeople, you know, that's the direction our country needs to go now. We need people that know how to do things. Yeah, electricians,
0: plumbers, whatever. One hundred percent. So if you were the uh, mentor of a graduating high school senior and they had some questions about going to a four-year college. What would be your advice?
1: My advice would be go be an engineer, Mm -hmm. go be an accountant, Mm -hmm. go be a lawyer, become a doctor. Okay. Unless you're going to like a top 10 business school. Okay. Right. And you're savvy in that world, you know, that's a great direction to go to you know, I can speak for myself. I went to St. Ed's. I went to Bowling Green. Sure. Good schools. Good schools. But the, um, the, the, the program at Bowling Green wasn't for me. Gotcha. I just went to work. Gotcha. And in that I learned process procedures, how to get things done. Sure. And I was blessed. My dad had his own business, right? My mom was very astute with how things work. So I had a really good foundation laid for me by my parents. Awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah, but just but yeah, the advice I would give that person is go do something tangible. Tangible. Yeah. What about
0: if if they didn't have that mentality to go to college? Would you tell them to go to a trade school? You know, uh, like maybe be a welder. I don't know. What, yeah, what do you, do you think?
1: think? Yeah, go be a welder. Go learn how to program robots. Go learn how to program a CNC machine. Learn sure. how to how to design in SolidWorks. I mean. There's a there's hundred companies I can think of right now that you could walk through the door if you showed up on time, put in a good work week, were willing to learn and had a good attitude. Yeah. By the time you're 22 years old, you'd be making $30, $40 an hour with right. no student loan debt and full benefits.
0: Full, full bennies. Yeah, and you know, it's interesting because I, I just had lunch with Eddie Krause, the mayor of Solon, and he was talking about SwageLock, And SwageLock is, they're, they're going crazy trying to find people to do exactly what you just said. To find that younger person to make that big buck, that hourly wage, and have an incredible career trajectory with all these bennies. You know, so if you're looking at Swagelock having those issues, I'm sure other companies are too. Yeah, every company is having issues right now. So call Infinite Search <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. Give, us, give us a call if you need some, if you need some people. <laughs> exactly. Come on, Matt Burns is right there for you. Let's <laughs> go, you know. Um, so that that is really where the landscape is. And that's where you're seeing it. What has been your success to date? And why is, you know, Infinite Search Solutions a different place? And why should we come do business with you? I think
1: our success to date in the recruiting world, there was a, you know, in Northeast Ohio, there's an old school mentality of, uh, you know, smoke and mirrors and these papers and agreements and, and and kind of marching candidates through this process. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, a lot of it, what I found at, at my previous employer was it was just unnecessary. People want to be talked to with respect. They want sure. to be given the information. They want to be allowed to make a decision. And the same with our customers. Our customers have process in place. They've been hiring for years. So we want to act as a extension of our customers' practices, an extension of their uh, hiring arm, mm-hmm. and we want to best represent our candidates. Sure. And, and I think that that combination has worked well. And also, you know, we're dealing with people. Sometimes you place someone at a job and yeah. the company or the candidate will decide, hey, this wasn't the right fit. And when that happens, we have to be uh, faster to act, more available, and provide problem-solving solutions for those circumstances, and 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 be there for our customer. And I think that's where we've gained um, some really good customer relationships. Is not so much being around when things are good and easy, but being around when company. Finds, yeah, employee doesn't work out in a month and a half.
0: Yep. yep, that is such good PR. You know, because that that that's the glue when they, they know that you are there for them throughout the entire process and care about the people that you're presenting to them too and fi- helping them find a different you know, different solution for their career but also helping the company get through a situation that just didn't work out. And I, I as a CEO, would love that, that I, I knew that my guy would be doing that or my company would be doing that, that I engaged. And, and so that's that's huge. Um, but also too, you know, there is the other side of it and this is a huge thing now with a great resignation or whatever, whatever term you want to call it is retention because hiring a person is expensive, both time, money, and emotion. I mean, you're investing a lot of time and emotion, you know, in your HR department or you're, you're hiring people or your department heads or whatever. So you want to retain that person and you want to hopefully grow them and promote them from within. What process do you do to help? do that or do you do that with them for retention?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we talk to our customers about retention a lot and we reference the companies are having the greatest success with it. And what we see right now is the leadership that has the most enthusiasm is really carrying the message of the company. Sure, Getting the buy-in of the employee by being bought into them, mm-hmm. right? Um, providing real support you know, the, the old school mentality of show up, there's your desk, here's your duties and responsibilities and figure it out. Yeah, right. And I'll, yeah. and I'll start being nice to you after you've proven yourself for 30 days or 90 days or six months or whatever that, you know, the classic hazing period is yeah. in some companies, which I went through when I was younger. Sure so didn't, yeah, yeah. Um, that that's not that's not really gonna get you there right now. Yeah, you know you want to jump in with people, make them feel part of the team, make them feel welcome, uh, show them the processes, and, and help them celebrate the wins. And they they can be for any job. It's you know you know obviously I speak a lot geared towards sales because I run sure. a sales organization, um, but it could be anything: engineering department, uh, CNC department, maintenance department. It, it, it's one in the same. So yeah, a good leader who's available and candid and open and honest and sharing information, explaining people why, right. You know, a lot of companies tell employees to do things, but they don't explain why.
0: Right. right. Yeah. 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 I, you know, as a coach, if I tell a, tell a, an athlete to do certain a- athletic, whether it's a calisthenic or a move or a drill or whatever, I, in, I engage their intellect and I respect their intellect, and I tell them what to do. I don't dictate to it. So they become part of the process. And then at times I'll ask them, what do you think, how can we do this a little bit better? And then let them show that to the team so that they become part of the entire process as opposed to just a cog in the wheel like everybody used to, used to feel that soul-sucking <laughs> sound of going to work. You know? It's like, oh, my God, what's, what's going on here? So I, I hear what you're saying, and I love that.
1: Yeah, and you're thinking, Peter, work can be fun. People Absolutely. are people. Are people? They're human beings. Sure, you know we, we're not robots. Right. You know, be fine. Be a real person. Be be an authentic, genuine human being to deal with. And people want to be around you.
0: I love that. I love that. And that's really, I think, the whole core to undeniable. You are undeniable in that process. Uh, also, blood time too. That connection. You know, between the, the coach and the athlete, between the owner or the business owner or the business manager and the employee or the associate, however term you want to. And there's a bond there. And then they're transformed together. And then everybody gets better all boats you know all the ships rise with the, the the current so i love that and in that process i want to explore that further but we got to take a little break to pay homage to like people like yourself that are supporting this wonderful opportunity to get this message out there so we'll be back with Matt Burns CEO of Infinite Search Solutions after the break this is coach Cimarroni. Next Level Continuing Education assists CPAs, attorneys, and real estate executives in their continuing education needs and requirements. Call Ed Knezovic at 614-648-2440 or Ryan Miller at 330-933-8231 to get all of the details how Next Level Continuing Education can assist you in your CE credits and information. Again, CPAs, attorneys, and real estate executives reach out to Ed Knezovic or Ryan Miller at Next Level Continuing Education. Infinite Search Solutions, recruitment and placement search services at its finest. Northeast Ohio's premier, easy, fast, and simple way to find the great and perfect candidate that you deserve. Matt Burns and his incredible team at Infinite Search Solutions are terrific. I know Matt personally, and I absolutely love his philosophy and his company. We are proud to have them as a sponsor. Reach out to Matt at 440-249-0485 or at their website, www.in-finite.com. They will work hard for you and as an extension of your company and find that perfect candidate for your job requirements. Infinite Search Solutions, Matt Burns, give them a call. Cash value whole life policies work so well in the real estate industry. Have you ever heard of the infinite banking concept and system? Well, we have from Next Level Continuing Education. They will teach you how to use your cash value in your whole life policies so that you can access that to invest in investment properties. That is the infinite banking concept. Call Ed Knezovic at 614-648-2440 for more details on the infinite banking concept and system. That's Ed Knezovic at Next Level Continuing Education, 614-648-2440. We're back, Matt Burns, Infinite Search Solutions, in your office, this is great, I love this, and uh, great first segment, Matt, great first segment. Love your philosophy, love your company, love, love what you're building here. But tell me a little bit about your history. You know, you said a little bit about St. Ed's, obviously an incredible high school. Um, and, and then you matriculated into Bowling Green. Uh, but tell me a little bit about what, what, what makes Matt Burns, Matt Burns? And, and w- who was some of your mentors, some of your inspirational people, uh, just some of the people that you just listen to, if you will?
1: I, I mean, growing up, I uh, was an only child.
0: Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. It might, well, it that's might. A definitely a dynamic that yeah. occurs. My dad was an only child, so I know that dynamic. And uh, I got the
1: opportunity when I was little, my dad would take me to work with him a lot.
0: What did he do? He
1: built houses. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. residential home building. Sure. Uh, had his own company for a long time uh-huh. and just set a, set a really good example with uh, the way he treated everybody, okay. whether it was the guy who was a laborer on the construction crew or a multi-million dollar land developer, you know, everyone got treated with respect. Sure, you know honesty, integrity, doing the right thing. Perfect. Never cut corners with people, even if it was, uh, you know, a situation where he would have to take a loss in business. He, yeah. he he wouldn't get over on anybody. You know, watching that example was huge as a kid. Yes, you know, and and my mom also, you know, a lot of integrity. You know, are uh, really diligent handled situations, processes. So, so growing up, I had some really good examples in that regard. Cool. Um, And then we we moved a lot, we moved around a lot. So my dad built houses, right? I think we lived in like 10 different neighborhoods when I was a kid so oh, wow. you know constantly around different kids went to different schools and and you know yeah. when I was younger I didn't really like moving around but yeah. it, now i the older, looking back on it exposed me to a lot
0: gave but, you a lot of talent yeah different you know, people skills. different cultures yeah, different yeah.
1: experiences sure. you know di- you know playing on different sports teams whatever it was uh all, all good stuff right yeah. we well, uh, had to
0: figure it out right yeah. At a young age, you had to figure it out. Yeah. And
1: then, you know, spent spent time with my uh, my grandparents when I was a kid. You know, they they were both Depression era sure. uh, people, so they had a farm. You know, my grandpa could fix anything he knew how yeah. things worked. He knew how to care for animals. That's a lost art.
0: Holy cow! Yeah, how and like to fix things.
1: you know, in the in the eighties, that wasn't exactly the most popular thing. But right. like in in today's world, it's uh it's like a desirable lifestyle, style, right? Like farm to table, right? Yes, um, yes. So. I think all of those experiences were, were, were great. And, you know, when I was a kid, I went to work, I mentioned, I went to work with my dad. So my first job was, you know, picking up construction sites, you know, uh, I mowed lawns. I got a job at a, a local bike shop and the guy that ran that place was a great example of 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 doing the right thing, you know, and that introduced me to sales. Well, you talk
0: about hometown American business, a bike shop. That's yeah. it, right? That's yeah, it was like, it was that's a, a, that's a, it. Yeah. it was fun
1: summers, man. You know, wrenching on bikes. Sure. Yeah. You know, helping customers. We'd we'd go mountain biking and then I'd and then I'd hit, you know, some some of my lawn mowing work around town and sure. just working for some of the people that own businesses and commercial jobs that we had. Yes. So, yeah, you know, um, all of those experiences kind of kind of rolled into a, a, a good foundation. Awesome. And then uh just, just started working, you know. My my first real job was um, North Coast PCS and they had oh, a yeah, sure, yeah they yeah. had a semi truck trailer out on uh, Brecksville Brexville Road and there was like a team of ten or twelve of us and we were literally selling phones out of the trunks of our cars. I
0: love it. <laughs> <laughs> right. The wild west yeah, of technology I, days. Yeah. And crazy. I always
1: ended up in a in a Uh, you know, a lead or a a management role with a little bit of responsibility, which I don't know in those years was the best, best move for those companies, but somebody saw something, right?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, you know, let's go, right? If you're, if you're getting after it, they figured you can figure out how to get other people after it. You know what I mean? So, uh, and I think that was probably your first foray into this business is to figure out how to bring people in that make, can make some money.
1: Yeah. 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 Just dealing, dealing with people, you know, yes. in this, I, I've, I've, all of my experience in life has been dealing with people, whether it's uh retail sale, commercial sale, recruiting, uh, managing people, you know, it, it, I've had teams of 60 people underneath me at certain points and, and, and really the, the trick to it all is taking people as individuals, realizing what their goals are, their aspirations are, and then managing towards their wants and needs. Yes. Nobody wants to hear about my goals, nobody right. wants to hear about what Matt Burns is 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 worried about. And if you get people's buy-in because they know that you truly care about them, not you, yeah. you say they care about them, or you read a motivational book and then you yeah, start, of course, right? Yeah, 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 yeah truly, that, that
0: comes off even worse. <laughs> even worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, even yeah, worse. yeah, disingenuous.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah so, so those those you know those are a, a few of the things that that really helped to get me where I am.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I believe, and I I I, I bring this out in a lot of my podcasts, but I believe in the Platinum Rule: Do unto others as they wish to be done unto okay so you're listening to them you're saying all right if you're if you need more time with like maverick peters our executive producer just had a new baby if i didn't listen to him say hey he needs a little bit more time to be with his new baby and i want to give him more bonuses you you'd be like Coach, what are you doing? You know, you're not listening to me. And then there's a lack of respect. And then you all of a sudden look at that, that leader a little bit with not as much respect. You know what I mean? And so you have to understand that and you have to feel that mutual respect, but also understanding what makes them tick as well. And I think that's what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, 100%.
0: Cool. And so is there people, was there anybody that said something specific to you that said to in your brain, I can do this? Or was it just part of your DNA? I worked at a
1: company for a long time and the owner of that organization, he didn't say a lot to me, but he'd say some key things, you know, like, uh, take care of what you need to do today and tomorrow will take care of itself. Love that. Yeah. Focus on making sure that things are handled correctly, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. Focus on customers and make sure that your people are happy. Okay and things you're going to take care of themselves. Gotcha. Just very, very simple. You know, I think a lot of people... Common sense. Yeah, a lot of people in the business community are trying to overcomplicate, yeah. put too much. Just keep it simple. Keep right. it simple, keep it simple, and things tend to
0: work out. Occam's razor, right? The most simplest uh, answers usually otherwise, uh, are the right ones. And, and in that, Matt, I want to ask you just a very um, overarching question that may, may be a little bit um, too general, but maybe not. Why should I do business with Matt Burns and why should I do business, business with Infinite Search Solutions?
1: Our company is a group of individuals that are all good people. We take okay. care of our customers. We take care of our candidates. I love that. We're not doing anything mind-blowing compared to our competitors, except we're working harder. Okay. And we're working harder when times are tough. Okay. And I, and I can't say enough about that. Um, you know, if anyone's interested in doing business with their organization, the first thing I do is send over a list of names and cell phone numbers of decision makers at companies that we currently do business with. Okay. So that they're free to give them a call and find out what that means.
0: I love that. I love that. That, to me, oh, it hits me right in my heart. I love that. And the other thing that I wanted to ask you about, and typically – um, you know, this past two years has been obviously an aberration, uh, hopefully an anomaly that we'll never have to go through again, a once in a millennium situation. But it's taken people like yourselves, companies like Infinite Search Solutions, to make it through this thing and to help other companies that, you know, that were under your, you know, control or, or part of your, your, your company's footprint to get, help them get through this as well. So we want to to ask you as the leader of Infinite Search Solutions to leave my audience and our audience with some words of of inspiration and maybe courage.
1: When it comes to the business community, America's still very resilient. Okay. And 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 people know how to get things done. Okay. So the 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 web of our economy is 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 very tight and even during COVID, you know, people are still moving forward. Sure. And I don't think that's lost. You might not hear about it celebrated in the media. You might not hear about it celebrated as much as it was, you know, 20 years ago when I was a kid. But, you know, people in America are generally willing to help each other. They're generally good people, and there is still a very patriotic spirit. At least here in Northeast Ohio, in our world, and the customers we deal with, sure. um, where you, you're really just you're just not going to stop us, right? Yep. And yep. I and I think that when you get in the mix with people that have that same mentality, which there's thousands and thousands of thousands of people with that mentality. Yes. You know, you you can't stop people with good morale. You can't stop people that are energized and enthusiastic about what they're doing. So I think that's the way, at least we got through COVID and our customers got through COVID, is a true passion about what we're doing and just a true passion about caring about the community and the people in that community.
0: Attitude, passion, and determination. I think that sums it up. 100%. I love it. Well, Matt Burns, you've been fantastic. This was great. And uh, I appreciate you doing this, my man.
1: No, I appreciate
0: you. Thanks for having me on. My pleasure. This is Matt Burns from Infinite Search Solutions and Coach Cimarroni from Undeniable. We love you. Love to all. We are all blood. Men, women, if you want to look great, what are you doing? Why aren't you calling Cimarroni Couture? This is Coach Cimarroni. Call Missy, our CEO. We'll take care of you. 216 Four nine six two five nine two. Pick up the phone. Get those shirts, sport coats, suits, pants, dresses, whatever you need. Finest fabrics, best tailoring on the planet, and right here locally. We'll come to your home. We'll come to your office, or you can come to us. Whatever's your pleasure. Give Missy a call. Cimarroni Couture. Give Missy a call. Two one six four nine six. 2592 Cimarroni Gochure, C. Peter Cimarroni, Coach. We are all blood. Love to all. Thanks so much to our growing family of listeners in blood time and undeniable. Hit the dollar sign on Maverick Podcasting Network to help spread our love for We Are All Blood. Love to all.